Hello and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 79. Today, we're going to talk about the Fae, the good people, the good folk with Abby Richmond. I really wanted to talk to somebody who uses and work uses is a bad phrase, works with the Fae um, or the good people in their spiritual practice. And she was so fun. We talked all about the Fae, the good, the bad, the ugly, what to do, what not to do, <laughs> some experiences, what books to read if you want to learn more about it. And then we touch on the social media shit show um, that was last week about the claims that somebody or a group of somebody's had um, hexed the Fae or were gonna hex the Fae or whatever. Um, so we addressed that and we just had a really fun chat and I really think that you're going to love this. So if you would like to learn more about the Fae, please continue listening. <laughs> okay, so I don't know, uh, I guess tell everybody like what your, how you involve the Fae in your practice or kind of what drew you to them, like a little bit of background of how you connect with them, I guess, and involve that in your day-to-day stuff or your spirituality at least okay um well I'm not really like one of those spell casting witches I guess (laughs) um but I work a lot with um I work a lot with herbs and stuff and um the fae have been kind of one of those things that I've always been um really interested in even from a really young age um like I was always obsessed with Arthurian legends, even at the age of seven. Oh, wow. Like I, I, um, I memorized the Lady of Shalott when I was like seven years old. So I was, I've always been like obsessed with unicorns and fairies and stuff. Um, but I didn't really get into the whole magic thing until a few years ago. I found, um, I found this book called um, Fairy Fairycraft mm-hmm. by um, M. Harding. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a really cool book. I was like, wow, I didn't realize that people actually used, um, I didn't realize that they used the good people in their, like, in their spells and stuff. So, yeah, that was pretty much when I started um, following, I guess, the fairy faith mm-hmm. um, years ago. Um, but otherwise, I've just, like, I've been obsessed with, um, the mythology and folklore for most of my life. That is awesome. I, yeah. I find it fascinating and a little intimidating because, you know, if you're in this community long enough, you like, like there's enough warnings out there to like be careful when you work with the Fae or, you know, respect the Fae. So I haven't really dived in at all, I guess. I do leave them little treats outside to keep them happy and um you know I don't want them taking my keys or anything so I always give them like the guy came because I'm broken and busy though we have a guy that comes and mows our lawn and like I knew he was coming so I hurried up one outside and I'm like gave them their little offering and let them know hey they're gonna trim your yard today, but I'm leaving your place alone. I always make him I'm like, please do not even weed whack over there. Just leave it. <laughs> so, so I do have a help right. for them. Um, so, yeah. like with with what I do, I mean, I I involve I think more than anything herbs in like 
plant spirits in, and I do deity um, with rituals with deities too, but mostly it's like seasons and nature for me. So how is that different? Like if I'm going to do like a prosperity thing or, you know, ask for protection, whatever that is, how do you involve them in that kind of deal? Um, well, you would just, um, you, instead of, instead of like invoking them, like asking them, like how you, um, how you call the, the quarters and yeah. during a regular ritual, mm -hmm. um, it's more of a, um, working with them, like all the time. It's not one of those things that you say goodbye and they can leave if they want to. Um, it's pretty much just keeping that, um, that work open with them. Oh, cool. um, so you're pretty much just, um, your offerings are the things that, that have them help you. So okay. like food offerings, um, they like whiskey, Ooh. um, a lot. Okay. <laughs> so I would, suggest, I would suggest using that because that's <laughs> usually, that, that gives me, um, I usually notice a lot of help from them when I, when I remember them. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, just making sure that you don't close that that connection with them mm -hmm. um, always ensures that they're going to be there to to help you. I don't necessarily um, use them like, or I don't call to them. They right. decide if they're going to be there or not. Okay, so. so it's more kind of like a relationship that if they would like to help you out and you've been respectful, then yay. <laughs> kind of thing like yeah. they will and if you've been a turd and forgetting them you know they're probably not going to help you out which I find yeah. that's pretty refreshing though I mean really it kind of makes you accountable for your actions and um, aware uh, self-aware of what you're doing in your practice and how it's affecting the things you do affect your outcome <laughs> so I like that that's, that's yeah nice. um yeah and it's also um they're very big on promises and I have some notes. Hold on, I have them sure. written down. Um, okay, so they're very big on lying and keeping promises. So if okay. you if you say that you're going to do something, if um, they they basically give that work. To so hang on. Return. Okay, so. Then, Okay, sorry, you cut out for a second. So, oh, okay. if, so if if you do if the stuff that they do in return for you is based on how authentic your word is, yes. Okay, that's kind of yeah. what I thought. Um, so I had like all these questions, like, like where does this? I know like a lot of the folklore and the origin that I found online, and where a lot of like Facebook information, <laughs> we'll call it that, <laughs> comes is like. Yeah. It comes from like Scotland and Ireland and that region, like Celtic faith um, mm -hmm. and Celtic beliefs. Is there any place other than there where it's a common practice or the folklore stems from that you're aware of? Um, well, there's the the hidden folk of Iceland. Um, there's oh. a the Christianized, well, it's the Christianized myth or folklore from it is that um, they came, they are the other people that live, um, in Iceland, but they're hidden for the reason that Eve, um, hid her dirty children from God. And so God became angry and he 
hid her children from them, um, from Adam and Eve. So, um, and there's also uh, myths that uh, they stemmed from uh, Lilith after she was cast out of Eden. Okay. Um, and those are from, you know, you can find um, different folklore from, um, there's some Native American um, folklore Oh. from them uh, that, that involves them uh, as well as um, Latin American and oh, wow. um, there are some from uh, New Zealand and the um, you know the islands down there but I didn't really I haven't really looked into those yet um, I'm just kind of I'm, I'm uh, you know learning as I yeah. go pretty much. Yeah. I think it's fascinating when a lore or an oh, archetype God. like an archetype when it when it, you can find it in all parts of the world i love that like if you find like fairies and you, the good people right is that what mm -hmm. they call them like yeah that, that kind of archetype of you know those hidden secretive beings you can find them you know over in ireland and scotland but like you said also native americans and um iceland i think that's fascinating that something like that can not be in just one spot. It's all over. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, I had a lot of people, I asked the WW Coven, what do you want to know about this? And the reason I wanted right. to do this episode is because one, it's something that I really, I've been asked about and I don't have enough personal knowledge of working with them. So I've kind of put it off into this crazy drama with, um, hexing the fae that, that was all over the internet, you know, this week. Oh, yeah. Like, we've literally went right. from the beginning of the, like, or the end of last week, it was witches are hexing the fae to today I opened up my computer and hashtag demon sperm was trending on Twitter. Like, this is a weird-ass time to be alive, for real. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I have, so I have a bunch of questions. Um, so, Somebody okay. asked, okay, she had asked, is it actually bad to accept gifts the Fae leave for you? So if you feel the Fae have left you a gift, do you, what do you do with it? Um, I would approach with caution because usually they're, um, they're known to be mischievous. Um, so there, there might be a little bit of a joke um, oh, yay. in there in the gift that they leave. So just approach it with caution and and look for uh for different um different sides of, or different meanings of you know of the gift itself yes. okay so but i would definitely i would definitely what? oh shoot i think you and um what did you sorry oh. my, i don't know what's happening with okay. my internet but i it cut out at, i would definitely you would definitely keep it Oh, I would definitely keep it um, unless you accidentally wander into a fairy ring. Um, don't <laughs> accept your drink. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So what happens if you do that? Um, they can keep you if you um, if you accept food or drink within the fairy ring. Um, they really? can keep you up to. Um, usually, it's up to seven years. Holy. But um, sometimes it can. It'll last for your entire lifetime. So in the fairy, in the fairy realm, seven years um, can honestly be a lifetime. Oh, wow. So, yeah. so I have found little things, like I have a little spot that I have like deemed, like 
I don't know. I just feel like that's where the Fae in my place, that's what they're, they're at. And I, I have found like little feathers and like flowers that have blown in like from a different part that seem to have made their way there. And I like look at it and like, and that's my, like, that's my thing. Like I look at it and go, Hmm, do I pick this thing up and put it on my altar or do I let it lie? Like, I never know what to do. So usually I'm just like, Hey dudes, thank you so much. And give them some milk and honey and leave it there because I don't know what the hell to do with it. <laughs> okay. So the, the thanking thing, that's an interesting thing. Cause it's, um, it's one of the, it's one of the, like the weirdest parts of working with them. Um, mm -hmm. They don't like, they don't like no nope. gratitude. Like, it coming out of your mouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> so leaving it in, uh, leaving it as a, like um, giving gratitude by leaving them offering gifts. Don't give them clothes, especially if they're um, in your house. Okay. Um, so like the whole, the myth that, you know, from JK Rowling, you don't yeah. give a house elf um, clothes because they get freed, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's not just from Harry Potter that that hmm. That's pretty cool. I'm kind of stoked. So, um, so cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, the gratitude thing is, you know, as long as you keep that connection to them open, okay. then, you know. Okay. Um, and then somebody had asked me, what are some, like, what are some good things to offer them? And then what are some don'ts? Like, what are the do's, the basic, like, if you were just teaching somebody the basics, like the do's and don'ts, what would some do's be? <laughs> um, um, offerings in glass um, or natural like earthenware, mm -hmm. um, they don't like um, like plastic, and um, I wouldn't necessarily leave out anything like um, meat. Okay. Leave that out. Okay. Um, I would definitely leave. I I leave um, honey and freshly break or baked bread they don't like um they don't like the cast-offs so um they, they like the they like the first the first choice stuff well that makes know? sense so um the first pour of the cream okay yeah yeah the first pour of the cream pour of the whiskey the first pour of the wine if you want i mean i don't even think that i i live in new mexico i don't think i don't think that they would be adverse to to having a you know the first pour of a tequila shot right on. <laughs> so um you know they like their they like their alcohol they like the party okay. um but they just like the, the the first right the first cast off cool so they that's don't neat. like that's neat so the thing is, yeah. so like when I get my, so I always get a, a non-dairy creamer for my milk or for my coffee. So like I'm out today. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to drag my butt to the store and grab some. So I could take that first little bit and pour the cream in like my little, I have like a little fancy smanchy glass bowl that I got like at a, at a flea market type thing that's really ornate. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just really like it. So that's why I've been putting altar stuff in there for them is that acceptable yeah 
Yes, so um, also just making sure that um, I know that some some fairy are adverse to anything with iron in it. Um, okay. So just keeping aware of that, um, not using any anything with metal. Okay, cool. And then what about uh, don'ts? What are some like the big, the main no-nos if you want to start working with, or at least being respectful and aware of the Fae? Um, making sure that you, um, basically when you're just packing in and packing out, um, not taking things from nature, um, mm -hmm. unless they're given to you. Okay. Um, because there's, there's spirits everywhere that you go. Um, some places are more wild than others and they get angered really quickly. Okay. So, um, especially like over in Ireland, it is pretty much a, a known thing. Even to this day, mm -hmm. you'll see like a hawthorn tree on its own in the middle of a field or even with a, with a road built around it because that tree is sacred to the Fae and oh, wow. things happen when they're cut down. Oh wow. So it's kind of like one of those superstitions that you just don't that you don't want to mess with the with the fairy mounds or with the with their sacred plant. Okay. That's um interesting. Another thing I did have oh the lying thing that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um just remember that <laughs> just remember that, you know, they are pretty much us but they're us amplified like tenfold in their in their um their feelings their anger their happiness mm -hmm. you know their love okay. so um even the smallest lie could just could put them off working with you ever again oh wow okay um and then do you do okay so like to my right here i have my Lilith altar that I have and I have different altars for different deities and different like I have an, a prosperity one over here do you do you like a fairy altar in your home I don't have one yet um but I do I have wanted to um to make one and in, in my little fairy garden I do have oh, cool. a fairy garden um that has the different um herbs that they like um and also that the you know the hummingbirds and the butterflies like um so there's a few things that I could that I could definitely use mm -hmm. um to create an altar. Um I know that they like um they like things that come in threes and Ooh. um sevens. Okay. So I can use those, you know, I could use those numbers. They also like spirals. Mm -hmm. Um and I have a seven pointed star that um I use or that I charge in the full moon and just oh, keep it around me as like kind of like a good luck charm uh-huh okay so. oh that's cool so now i've got like all kinds of ideas in my head because i have one spot in my yard that i really don't know what to do with it and i thought about doing some kind of like fairy thing it'd be really cool to do like like have a rocks and do like a spiral with rocks and then put the herbs that they like mm -hmm. within all the spiral what are some mm -hmm. of their favorite herbs that you found that that you like to work with um so they like they like thyme 
Um, I have this all written down. Let me find it really quick. Okay. It's all over the place. All <laughs> my I, stuff. I love um, <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so, St. John's wort is used um, as a protective herb from them. So, um, it's mostly used by fairy doctors um, for the purpose of if somebody feels like they have been cursed by the fae or they have a sickness, um, they can use it. Um, they can use St. John's wort. Ragwort is um, sacred to them. It belongs to them. Oh. So it can't be used against them. Um, and that makes me think of like, because um, a lot of people are allergic to ragwort. It makes yeah. me think that maybe that they, they did that on purpose. <laughs> I think so. So I know maybe. when I'm around it, I sneeze like crazy. Um, primrose, um, they can invite them or you can, you can use them to invite them into your home by hanging them um, on your door. Um, if you want to keep them away, however, you can put them at the four corners of your home um, okay. to kind of just say, you're, you're welcome in my garden, but you're not welcome in my house. Okay. Um, bluebells, foxgloves, um, which are poisonous, so be very aware mm -hmm. of that, um, especially around children and animals. Um, mm -hmm. But they are beautiful, beautiful flower, um, but they are sacred to them. Um, clover is used for um, the fairy, the, the fairy are attracted to it, but you can also use it um, in protection and also to be able to see them. There's a, there's a myth in Ireland that if you wear um, a clover flower crown, then you, you'll be able to see them. Oh, um, cool. And then bluebell is also um, sacred to them as well. Oh, cool. So um, the one that I have in my garden is thyme because of how bushy it is. Yeah. It's um, said that um, they like to hide in it. Okay. So I keep it, I keep it wild. I don't keep it trimmed. Um, I have some sacred trees. Okay. Them. Um, the apple tree. So of course I um, I'd mentioned on the group earlier today about the um, the cursed show that just yes. came out. Yes. The island of yeah. So the Isle of Avalon um, is based. You know, it's the Isle of Apples. So yeah. it's um, a sacred tree to them. Oh, cool. Hawthorn. Um, there's actually. Um, Beltane is the um, May Day, or like May Day is the um, Hawthorne Day oh. as well. Um, you can, people use or make maypoles out of the branches that have been cast off, mm -hmm. not necessarily cut down, but cast off. Okay. Um, hazel. Um, hazelnuts are actually said to be a source of magical wisdom, so hmm. they're... Um, they're known to be sacred to them, I guess. And then oak, of course, uh -huh. um, it's one of the most sacred trees in Celtic, Celtic mythology. So you can see them 
everywhere in, um, you know, in any type of Celtic mythology, yeah. the oak leaves. Oh, cool. Um, especially with the, the oak god. Mm -hmm. so. That is cool. I have, so I don't, I don't think that that has anything to do, like if I haven't done much research, but so the place that I think I, that mine are, they're like, I think they're called hosta. Yeah. Those are hostas, but they're the kind with the big stock and then they have like purple bells that hang from them everywhere so like my whole side of the house has like these beautiful purple bells just hanging down and you can tell like if something was in there I would never know because the foliage like covers the ground so I can't see through the leaves but they have these beautiful things and every time I go past there I like give it a nice wide birth because <laughs> I just feel like that's where they're at and I don't yeah. even, I don't even weed I will ask like do you want me to weed any of this stuff out of there and to keep it nice and for the most part it's so weird like I have a flower bed that's just directly across from that one that I have to weed all the time but theirs stays clean like yeah I don't know why <laughs> like it makes it makes no logical sense when I'm like why am I busting my butt to do these weeds over here and like six foot from there this Wednesday is completely it's beautiful there's little clovers that have popped up and like Aww. volunteer um every once in a while there'll be um oh shoot dandelions but other than that like nothing else just the hostas the the dandelions and the clover so i'm like yeah. I, it's so cool so yeah cool. i love it yes so yeah, that definitely sounds like i'm gonna have to look up that that flower it sounds really pretty yes, it's pretty it's like at first it looks just like a big leafy the leaves are very wide and they kind of come out from the stem like a in a beautiful arch and then these big stalks grow and just all these beautiful bluey pink or bluey purple flowers come from it so i think i might have posted some on instagram today but i'll send you a picture of what they look like that's my little fairy spot um, so what is your take? Cause everybody's going to ask, <laughs> what is your take on people trying to hex the Fae? Like I have gotten, my inbox was like, I woke up one morning and I had like 50 some emails and messages. Oh my gosh, I'm sick this morning. It's because those people, uh, hex the Fae and my spell fell flat. It's because they hexed the Fae. Somebody lost their keys and got a flat tire and they blamed it on the Fae. And I'm like, I don't think that you personally are going to suffer from it, but I don't work with them, so I don't know. Yeah, um, that was, I was, when I heard about that, I was extremely offended myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, like, we've lived here, they've been on this planet, I believe, in my belief, they have been here much longer than us. Yes. And they have, um, you know, they've been able to move beyond our realm. Yes. And they, we have such a, like a, such a fine, thin connection with them that even like, you know, it just really bothers me that, that people would be dumb enough to try to sever that yeah. bond that we already have with them. Absolutely. Um, I do know personally, um, I didn't feel anything until, um, until last night. Mm -hmm. I, there was this like anger that I could feel and it just, it, it felt like bees. Oh, like just this, this angry, like, I don't know what it was, but, and, um, I felt like my dog was, was also, um, <laughs> affected by it. Cause I was just like, 
I don't know what it was, but it was just like a crazy energy last night. And I don't know. It just, it makes me extremely like frustrated. Yeah. Like don't, that's like, that's, it took me years. I've been, I've been pagan since I was like, you know, 13. I've always um, loved the Fae, mm -hmm. but um, once you get into the reading the folklore and everything, um, you, you sort of realize that they're kind of these people that you want to approach. Yeah. Caution with caution. They're not, they're not human. <laughs> no. So. I, somebody, somebody was asking about it and we got in a conversation. I'm like, it would be, I mean, I know it's not the same cause I can't really find an exact instance where it's exactly the same, but it would be like, I am not of Christian faith. But if I was to like hex the angels or some crap like that, to me, that's how offensive it would be. Like, mm -hmm. I, I would never do that. That's a, an energetic being. I don't want to F with either. You know, I'm not going to hex an angel. I'm not going to hex, I don't hex beings in general. Um, especially things that have a lot more power than we do. I mean, we, we're human and we can't help it. <laughs> we only, right. have, we only have, to me, we only have as much energy as, as nature would like to lend to us or a deity or the fae or whatever. They're lending us their energy to do things. And by crossing that shitty line and hexing anything that is divine or supernatural or has that ability to go within each realm, I think that's just reckless. <laughs> and disrespectful yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah especially since they work you know they work also so closely with um you know the deities of the underworld like yes. you wouldn't go and and hex um hecate you wouldn't go and hex like the morrigan you wouldn't no. you wouldn't go and hex hades that's it just it it i don't know i I, it literally puts me at a loss for words on it because, yeah. And I honestly, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, just don't do it. And I have, I tried really hard to find um, the video where they were doing said hexing. And I had people on, on TikTok because I don't have an account. So I was having other people look for me. I'm like, can you find this? Because I want to know if it's like a legit thing. And nobody could really find the the offending video so but whether it was real or not i think it was like you don't joke about that like certain things you just don't don't joke about and that's one of the things that we shouldn't be spreading shitty rumors about if, if you you know i just think it was wrong whether there's a real video or not um right and even even bringing like even having the rumor out there yeah it's going to get their attention just like there's a superstition that you don't want to say their name mm -hmm. unless you say the unless you say the um a day of the week so that they can't hear you right oh, okay. so you say um i'm going to work with this fairy on friday right uh -huh. so that they can't they can't hear you um there's just like there's so many things that bring that bring them to you know that that bring attention to yeah. them once they bring attention to them, they're like, okay, I'm here. What do you want? Yes. I'm here. Exactly. I just yeah. felt like, 
I, I want, I, I might have reposted it, but I'm not sure I will after this. Um, but Siren from Millennial Incantations wrote a really great, basically an article, but he posted it right on their web, on their Facebook page about this whole ordeal and how it was disrespectful in general. And then it did bring up some crappy language within our community. Like some people really, really take offense to the word baby witch and some of, you know, are newbie or whatever. And we are all witches, we're all pagans, we're all whatever we wanna be. But it seemed like, like when this rumor got out, they're like, oh my gosh, it's the baby witches doing it. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that these are 20 some year old or teens that are doing it. It could mean that somebody my age who just dove into it could have been doing it. So I think it was kind of an ageist, <laughs> ageism thing where it kind yeah. of pitted like generations against each other within our community. And I don't know if that was the purpose to begin with, just was to create dissonance within our community or what the purpose of it was, but I know that it showed our ugly side <laughs> of the community for sure. And um, it just made me a lot more mindful of how I speak about people in my community, like the younger generation or the newer witches, the newer pagans. You know, I think that we need to create a language around fostering competence and respect and and all that stuff and maybe baby witch isn't a good word anymore so that's the thing the only good thing i think i got out of this whole thing was that i did find out a lot of people and i have probably said it before because i don't know what else to say and what i'm meaning is inexperienced practitioners and i need to yeah. say that instead <laughs> right so and i would honestly say that i'm still novice at a lot of stuff too mm -hmm. you know um it's just just one of those things i know that you know they the the good people have also been a recent um there's almost seems to bit to have been like a a recent resurgence of interest in them yes. as well um especially with like i know there's you know there's renaissance festivals and stuff yeah. people dress very all the time and um they're just a really interesting race of um or species basically mm -hmm. um you know because they're they're us but they're they're different than us and um i think that when there's that that kind of resurgence of interest um it can kind of go a little bit too far yes <laughs> um with the you know with, you can't you, you gotta you gotta do the research before yeah you open up before you open up that connection to them because yeah. they can help or they can hinder you absolutely <laughs> you have to be very careful <laughs> yes i think it's a lesson in you know my practice it's always learn like evolving so i'm experienced in some parts and i'm inexperienced in others like i don't work very much and uh, you know i don't I haven't done a ton of research yet i haven't really done much work at all with with the the fae and so i consider myself like a novice in anything to do with the fae so i think everybody's practice is multifaceted we can be really great and experienced in one part and not in the other but that doesn't mean we're an inexperienced witch in general or pagan in general it just means that we're human <laughs> and that and i think that right. that is 
often missed. Like we're expected just to jump into uh, a practice and be badass at it right away, you know, and not not have to put any time into it because we feel insecure about not doing, you know, not knowing. And it's perfectly fine not to know. I don't know a lot of things, <laughs> you know, everybody does. We're, we're human. And I think for me, that's why the Fae are yeah. interesting to me is because they are like, they look, when you look at the mythology and the artwork and the beautiful images associated with them, they are so much like us in form. And it seems like you said, they have amplified emotions. So our bad and good emotions are so mirrored in that culture. And I find that fascinating. And I think that for me, that's what draws mm -hmm. me to the Fae is like the idea that I could feel something like anger uninhibited and the same with love, like completely free to express however I want. And that's the part of the Fae that I find that draws me to them is because we always hold back a little bit. We, because we're human. We, we don't want to be too much. We don't want to love someone too much. We don't want to be mad too much. And we censor ourselves and they don't have to. So I find that thought very freeing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and also bringing back the, you know, um, uh, bringing back that meaning because like, you know, how when, when people use the word fairy, it can sometimes make it sound, make them sound weak. You oh, know? yeah. Um, so, and, and anytime somebody says that, I, th I think, you know, well, you've, you've seen Tinkerbell when she gets angry. Yes. Well, think about yeah. that like 10 times or, you know, tenfold. Yes. It's fairy or not weak they're and they can get really angry <laughs> exactly i think that yeah. our language as it's evolved has taken things that are very powerful and used that word to describe something that is not powerful to squish it so like mm -hmm. um if somebody calls you a fairy or you're that's like i'm a weenie i'm i'm weak i'm you know flitting around and and whatever that's you know when somebody gets called that it's meant as a bad thing and it's same with like a witch. A witch is this ugly crone, you know, in most of literature and in history, that's what they describe her as, is like this ugly, awful thing. But actually it means wise one in a lot of different dialects. And it's a powerful word that has been smashed. <laughs> and even the word bitch is supposed to mean female yeah. dog or, you know, it's supposed to be a, a sexual uh gender type word and it means something awful and i think mm -hmm. they have you know fairy the word fairy um has been turned into throughout the generations of screwing around with our language into something negative so that it takes the power out of that powerful thing and mm -hmm. That's, I have a whole, you know, I'll get on my patriarchal, um, <laughs> hexapatriarchy um, soapbox in a minute, so I will stop there, but I feel like that's part of it, like, it's been meant to, the word, in the way we use it now, like, in pop culture, and in our language, is meant to um, make it small, to diminish the power of, of that word and of that species. Yeah, you can thank the you can thank the um, Victorians for that. They were very much <laughs> about diminishing yes. the, the 
power as well as the you know they diminish the power and the body yes. of the city when you know during during the 19th century when they became popular again yes. yep so. it's really sad what how do I want to word this without making people bad mad it's to me it feels like society as a whole gets really scared of things that are one different and powerful and when we're different and powerful the only way to get rid of that is to discredit it by um you know attacking it on a level of language mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a really great way to take power from it yeah and that's kind of like one of those um one of the uh, myths um that surround the the fey, um the Tuatha de Danann of the Irish of Irish folklore. Yeah. Um, the reason why they were pushed out of Ireland was because the um, the four tribes um, from I think it was four different countries they came and they fought them. And the reason why they were they were pushed out was because the humans used the iron tools and the Tuatha de Danann used the elements to help them yeah so they were kind of seen as because they were using energy mm -hmm. they weren't seen as strong um and so that's why iron is used usually used as protection against them mm -hmm. because iron um is thought to keep them on the mortal realm oh wow yeah i cannot remember what series that i started and didn't finish and i will <laughs> post it somewhere because it was great and it was about um this world and then the fey world kind of colliding and they talked about the iron like i remember one of the characters was was of fey and like he couldn't go anywhere if there was like an iron door like the old beautiful iron gates like he couldn't go near it um and that was a way for them to keep him away from from people and it was a really cool series and i wish i remember the name of it <laughs> but i will post it in our group because it's fabulous there was one that was called tides um that i read when i was in high school mm -hmm. um that was kind of like that that was a really good one it took I will think of it as soon as we get off this. I, yeah. That's when I'll remember, but I will post it because I really, really enjoyed it and I didn't finish it. I did get the last couple books of the series and then I forgot to finish it. I get so sidetracked. Like I, I've got, I've, it's my, my book list is like piling up because I'll start one and then go grab another one. And my Gemini mind <laughs> has to read like four at a time. Oh, same. You should see my, you should see my stack of books that I have behind me that are all <laughs> that are all about like Irish Celtic Ooh. fairy mythology. And they're just like, there's just a list. That is so like, cool. Poetry and mythology and yeah, it's great. <laughs> very, very cool. Well, if you had to tell anybody like three really good tips, like if somebody was like, I wanna start working with the Fae, how would they start out? Give them like two or three like, tips on how to start their journey with the Fae? Um, always come in with honesty. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say, go with your intuition. Um, if something feels wrong, then, you know, then maybe it's not the right time for you. Um, kind of like how we had that thing last week where we were supposed to have the, yeah. um, the interview last week. Mm -hmm. um, 
they will tell you when it's time. Um, it took me a long time to actually physically connect with them. Yeah. Um, once I started reading, um, I don't know much. I don't do much meditation or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, they do. They do come to you in dreams when they want to start working with you. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, just you know, celebrating them on their you know on their days of celebration, leaving them a little offering um, to to say, hey, I see that you're there, or you know you're just nice. passing by. Um, I want to give you this. Mm -hmm the token of my appreciation for keeping the keeping the trees green you oh, know cool. so do you work do you work with them like on our sabbaths like the the basic the general um pagan sabbaths do you work with the fae in each one of those sabbaths or not each one of them um there's a few that are that are sacred to them okay so um may day for sure mm -hmm. that's um, the entire month of May is known as the fairy month. Um, and like at the very beginning of May is their festivities. Mm -hmm. um, but like throughout the throughout the month, um, it can get a little dangerous to work with them. They can get a little bit more mischievous. Oh, um, crap. Yeah, <laughs> um, I actually had a I actually had a um, an experience with that. Um, last year, actually first time ever it freaked me out yeah. um midsummer and Samhain are all three um special or sacred to the faith and that's the reason the reason is is because it's um they're between the worlds so mm -hmm. when um they've also been known in the past um as the keepers of the dead or the protectors of the dead mm -hmm. so um and they can also be the messengers of the dead um, and they can help them to, they can help the newly departed, um, to their final resting places. Oh, that's pretty Um, so, yeah, the reason why Midsummer and Samhain are the most, are the strongest is because of the veil, um, okay. being that thin. That is cool. Okay, so why do we call them the good people? I, like, I'm new to all this, and I started seeing, like, them being referred to as the good people. So how, where did that come from and why do we say that? Okay, so the good people, um, there's different reasons like um, fae, um, fairy, the word fairy means fate. It comes from, um, it comes from the Latin fate. Um, but the good people, um, the good folk um, is mostly the Irish term for them. Okay. Um, and the reason why people use that instead of fairy is because um fae can also mean like it's kind of a uh, it's i've i had the thing in my mind and i don't know where it went um fae can also mean like um like a chaotic spirit oh okay and it can sometimes create that chaotic spirit, even if you don't okay. have the Fae with you. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to use good people um, and good folk. Okay. Um, the other folk as well. Okay. Uh, just to 
it's just a, it's kind of like a term of respect um if you're talking about the people from ireland yes. um or from the celtic faith mm -hmm. basically okay cool so. all right because i was like i'm like doing a little bit of stuff and i'm seeing like when this whole thing on twitter blew up about them hexing them you know i started seeing that term you know the good people and i'm like wait what like what i did not know that we talked you know that you called them that and so at first it confused me i'm like well who who are they are they the same thing as you know fairy faith or so it, it confused me <laughs> so what yeah and um there's also a there's also an interesting thing as well um like um in in scottish folklore they're known as the seely and the unseely um, the Seely are the light, the light beings and the unseely beings, the dark, the darker okay. side of the Fae. I don't, I don't really believe in that really because, um, I think that they all have their own place in, mm -hmm. in their world and they're not necessarily good or evil. Like you can get on the good side of a banshee banshee's not necessarily bad she just might have um the sight and she wants to warn a human <laughs> that their death is impending or that somebody's death is impending um yeah. she's not like <laughs> she's not like la llorona that's gonna like <laughs> stab you out of the arroyo um but <laughs> like you know the mermaid or like mermaids and sirens they're not necessarily bad they're just really good at singing and it's not their fault that mm -hmm. <laughs> that the sailors right. are um, attracted to them you know right um so it's like you know the names that you give them puts them in a in, in a place okay it i like them in box. yeah i like that and i like I think that all too often, because we're, our human brain wants to, like, classify everything. Like, you can't be both things. Like, you cannot be both good and, and evil. You can't be um, fallible and perfect. You can't be, you know, <laughs> you can't be those things. So I've yeah. heard of the, the terms, you know, I've not heard of the words you use, but I've heard of, like, the dark fae and the light fae. And I think that, I think you're right. I think it's just, like, it's the it's them it's the good people and the aspects of them can change just like they can with us like yeah it's us it's trying to put them in a box <laughs> yeah they have like the they have their their light time of the year and they have their dark time of the year yeah. and sometimes those times mix with each yeah. other and sometimes there's you know um the little willow wisps feel like they want to lead somebody off into the forest mm -hmm in the middle of May when they're all supposed to be having fun, <laughs> mm -hmm. but you know. I think it's, it's all fascinating. And I just lately have released mostly because I've been COVID like turned me into a crazy plant lady and I'm always outside gardening and playing with my plants. So like, since I've been out in nature more in my own space, I think that that has kind of made me realize that there is like this, this energy about parts of my yard that I'm like, that is definitely magical. Like there's something very magical about pieces and parts of my yard. I'll walk by something and like the hair of my 
arm will like, you know, get, get goosebumps. And I'm like, that has to be them. And I just walk on by, <laughs> try not to disturb them. But it's definitely made me aware of the different aspects of nature. Because I've always like wondered, like at my old place at the ranch, I've always, there's like certain parts of the yard, even as kids, we're like, we're not going over there. Like we don't play over there. I don't know why we're not gonna play over there, but we just don't. And I wonder now if that's like, mm -hmm. that was where the Fae were. And like instinctively we're like, yep, that's theirs and we're gonna play over here. <laughs> um, so I wonder how many times in my yeah. life that I've gotten to the, that I have had encounters with them and just not have, have not realized or recognized it because I wasn't educated. Yeah, well, I had one, um, I had one that was like crazy last year in May. Um, we were being dumb. I was, I was dumb. Um, <laughs> we decided that we were going to go and visit the, the cemetery near one of my friend's house. Ooh. And we went, um, we were just, and it was dark. <laughs> so it was, it's, you know, right before Memorial Day. So it was in May. Okay. Um, and so we're walking through and we go all the way to the back. And this is like one of the really, really old cemetery that has like a separate section for the like where the um old Ooh. nuns used oh to, wow the nuns used to be or used to be buried uh-huh so we passed we crossed this this like threshold like right past a tree and as soon as we passed this threshold my regular vision went black and all i could see was bright blue lights in front of me almost Ooh. like the bees that I mentioned yeah. earlier uh -huh. and I couldn't see and like all of my friends you know they freaked out and ran away like left me in the middle of the cemetery oh my, <laughs> my god but um yeah thinking about it now I'm pretty sure that was that was them probably um telling me either hey to show you since you're being so dumb <laughs> as to be in this cemetery in the middle of the night or you're not welcome here kind of thing right wow so, yeah. yeah that was scared the crap out of me <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time that I've ever experienced it I don't know what the heck I was thinking oh, wow it was you gotta do you know what and that's something that um was pointed out like we were having a chat I was having a chat and we were talking about this whole thing with the Fae and like, you know what, we have all, like now that we know, <laughs> we've all done stupid shit in our past as far as with our practice. Like, I, I, like, I remember watching um, The Craft mm -hmm. and then trying to recreate that scene on the beach all by myself. Like, how dumb is that? Like, that's now, I know that's stupid. Um, like, we've all done yeah. stupid things. So if you, if, if anybody has, uh, you know, like had screwed up or done something silly with the Fae that they probably shouldn't have. I mean, we all do, we all start out somewhere and we all experiment with our belief system and mm -hmm. with our spiritual practice. And, you know, maybe the consequences are, are a little <laughs> dire if you screw with the Fae, but it's still, we're human. And if somebody listening has done something silly in in their past or did something recently you know with with their practice that they now realize is not appropriate you know i say forgive yourself and you know 
educate yourself and move on. I think there's too much yeah. judging. It is so yeah. like we know because you know, we've been around the community long enough and you, you know, I know enough people that have worked with the Fae to know that I don't mess with them. But if you're new to any of this, you just don't know. And how we learn is by screwing up. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's how a lot of us learn. Like, I will not believe something is bad for me until I screw up. And that is just my hard-headed brain has to let go I can do that and then when something bad happens because I did that then I get it <laughs> <laughs> so so I know there's people that'll listen that probably have maybe been on the hexafay bandwagon and I just want to say yes now you know that it's a no-no and don't do it again but forgive yourself and move on like I don't want it to discourage them for from working with the fae or doing anything as far as your spiritual practice like it's over with yeah <laughs> I, I think i think we've all done silly things like if you have not done st stiff as a feather or was it is it lays a feather stiff as a board yeah. <laughs> if you haven't done that ever then i mean we all or tried, to say, or tried to say the spell from uh oh, yeah. from practical magic <laughs> yes i've totally tried to do that um yeah. We tried to do, if you haven't stood in front of a mirror and said Bloody Mary and tried, they, those are all things that you're like, probably wasn't the greatest deal. I don't know if you're summoning Bloody Mary or not, but regardless, like now, I'm not going to look into a mirror, which to me is a reflection of another realm and summon anything. So we've all done stupid shit. <laughs> so, and, and, and at the time, it felt liberating and fun. Like I remember doing all these things, like working with the the stiff as a feather lies, or you know, the stiff as a board lies a feather, all that. Doing that, and when I was on the beach trying to recreate the craft thingy, man, I felt like a million bucks. Like I'm freaking the most badass, you know, witch in the whole wide world. None of it worked. No, no, but it was it's a, but it was part of the journey, and I think that. A lot of us that have been in this a long time have forgotten that that is part of our journey is screwing up. Yeah. And also remembering just, um, you know, like I was talking about earlier with this new interest yes. in, there's this new interest in witches and yeah. fairies, all this other stuff. Um, just remembering that um, this stuff is real. Yes. It's yeah, it's not like just a, it's not like a fairy tale. It's not like Grimm's fairy tales. It's, no. Folklore it's, is based in truth. Exactly. And from, absolutely. You know, the very distant past, but it is still based in truth. Absolutely. And, and that they also deserve respect. Yes. I think that each tradition deserves its respect, whether you believe in it or practice it or not. I think each spiritual, like, I am not a Christian. I don't practice it at all, but I still respect my friends and I respect their practice. Like I still, I would never talk crap about, you know, their God <laughs> or anything like that. I may not resonate with that belief system and I may not resonate with the patriarchal connotations of what happened, but like my friend who goes to church, I would never tell her that that's stupid. You know, mm -hmm. and to me, that's yeah. when people tell me my practice is stupid. I'm like, I would never tell you that yours is. So, you know, 
why are you telling me that, you know, fairies don't exist and energy work is crap and spells are silly, you know? <laughs> Y'all light a candle at an altar, pray, and, you know, sing chants, so... <laughs> so, it, so let's all get along. Like I think that we yeah. should all try. There's a lot of new people in a lot of alter. Like they they're calling it alternative faiths right now, um, and I think we should be more welcoming in general because we don't want to be the other side. <laughs> Brad came in the door and they're all like, Woo! but yes, I I got a lot of emails regarding that like I think that there was some like newer pagans that were practicing with the fae and they were like well can I just not practice anymore should I stay away from it you know maybe I didn't do this right I'm like no 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 we all screw up as long as you show it respect and give it its due time give yourself time and and uh to evolve and learn everything's fine <laughs> And give them all the milk and honey and beer and yes whiskey that you want. <laughs> I may have to, so like, we don't drink, but I may have to go get a little bottle of whiskey and just put a little thing on that says, you know, the, the good people's drink and put it in the cabinet mm -hmm. just for them. <laughs> I like cream too. Ooh. And butter. And butter. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. So when I, so my doing, before we get off, um, before... I go and pick any of my flowers because I have altars in here and I put my flowers and things as offerings on these different altars in my room. I always ask, you know, I, even if I did not have any part of the Fae in my belief system, I still always ask the plant spirit and I thank it for yielding such a beautiful mm -hmm. flower or whatever. But lately I've also been asking you like, is it okay if I take like two flowers from this plant over here to put in my <laughs> altar? <laughs> yeah. Is that cool? And thank you. Um, you know, I always kind of ask permission now and I don't know, I, maybe it's just being more aware of them, but that has something that's new to me because before it was just asking the plant, the plant spirit about, mm -hmm. you know, harvesting it. And now it's both. I ask mm -hmm. both. <laughs> is that how you do yeah. Um, yeah, I know that there, there are, yeah, I've, I've done it, done that for a while. Um, especially like, I mean, it's, it's difficult to go and to go fishing and to actually catch a fish and stuff. But, um, when it comes to plants, um, you know, they have their own, um, their own section and I have mine. Okay. Um, so, but I still do Ask. use it in gratitude yes okay cool okay well that's what yeah. I, I probably look so i should take a picture of my place so that people can get it like understand that what i'm doing so the courthouse is right across the street so people can see me doing whatever and there's nosy people they can hear my voice bounces off that courthouse like crazy so i'm in my backyard weeding and stuff and then i'm out there with my little basket collecting like mint leaves the other day and i'm like is it okay if i just take like a basket full you know and I'm vocalizing these things and then I realize oh my god people are probably hearing every word my crazy wackadoo mouth is saying right now so yeah I need to like take a picture because somebody was like yeah I do. Where do you live? <laughs> yeah yeah it was I do the same thing like um I, I always wonder if like somebody's looking at me when I like 
wave to a to a raven you know or like something yep. silly like that yep I know I can see you mm-hmm I and for yeah. a long time the courthouse had their camera pointed at our yard so I know some of that stuff has got to be on video at some point and somebody has watched and gone we don't like her that's why <laughs> it's just crazy yeah for sure <laughs> Yes. Well, thank you very much for helping clear up some of these things because I really didn't have a reference of which to speak in any, any legitimate <laughs> words as far as um, how, to, how to interact with them or what the rules were. What is your favorite book? So I always, people are asking me, what book can I read to start out with? Are there any books that you off the top of your head recommend? Um, definitely The Fairy Craft by Emily Carding. Um, that was the first one that I read to get into. Um, I was just like, wow, I didn't realize that they actually did that. But um, that one has more, it has a very broad um, way to, you know, different ways to um, work with them um, in all of the different elements. Um, and then it's the, the other one that I really like that has, um, like actual encounters that were documented. Um, it's it's kind of aged. It's well, it's very aged. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to put that disclaimer in there. Um, was by a an American author in the 19th century or no, the early early 20th century, um, and it's called the Fairy Faith of Celtic Countries. Okay. Um, I not I'll have to sh I'll have to tell you the author because I can't think okay. of it off the my head right now um but he has a lot of um interesting like stories from around the british isles um in the early 20th century okay. um encounters with the good people that podcast oh yeah um, it definitely has one of the it um kitty is one of the best storytellers okay. um when it comes to different like even personal stories um, modern stories of encounters with people. Okay. Um, and I think that's it. Um, anything, any like poetry by um, W.B. Yeats, that's very okay. specific okay. to fairy folklore and stuff, but that's pretty much it. <clears throat> cool. Well, I'll make sure that I get a list of those and we can put it excuse me, <clears throat> I'll put it in the show notes and I'll put it in our group so that people can, can read. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you. Seriously. Thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. I want to say thank you again to Abby. I really appreciate you sharing all of your knowledge and your experience and taking the time out of your evening to talk to me. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I wanted to also apologize for any technical difficulties. I know on my end, my internet sucks crap right now. So I know it was cutting out a little bit and then I got the cough. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you for all the well wishes um, that everybody has sent um, about my, my back issues that I'm having. I, oh God, I don't even know what I did. I got up after my seat after recording the podcast last week and screwed up my neck somehow. And that escalated into an emergency room visit on um, Friday. <laughs> so I'm going to get a massage and some acupuncture tomorrow and hopefully that will help me heal a little bit 
uh, faster because I'm just about to go bananas because I can't do anything without triggering pain in that area and it's starting to annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> Anywho, um, if anybody wants to know more about the Fae, I'm going to put all those books that she had mentioned in the comments. I'll share them in our group or maybe she can share them. But anyway, we'll have those resources up if you'd like to look at them and um, dive into that rabbit hole. Um, and if I can remember the damn book series that I read that was so good about the Fae, I will totally post that too. But right now, it's the title is eluding me. Even the author. I just can see the book cover and it's really pretty. Anywho. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop babbling on, and um, I'm starving Marvin, so I'm going to go eat. Sorry, this is a episode that's late. Things have just been totally wonky lately, um, and I appreciate you guys being understanding and kind of just rolling with it. <laughs> so, okay, um, yeah, that's all I got. Um, oh, wait, I know somebody had emailed me asking how to join the coven, um, and I answered, but in case anybody else wants to know, you can join by going to witchywomanpodcast.com and clicking on the Join the Coven link. We are doing psychic development class this week, and we have had, I think, f four classes that are already loaded up, that are our past classes that you can catch up on. They're in the group. We also have a classroom online. You can get documents and take some tests and um, they're not graded, so don't worry. But I mean, it's it's a good place to learn about your practice and learn about how you want to form your practice, which is the main reason I started doing these classes so that you have the information and you can form whatever opinions you want about it, you can involve it in your practice, not, but it's definitely a way to tip your, or stip, stick your toes in the water and, and test out um, how you feel about some of the stuff. But I'm pretty excited about doing the psychic development classes. They're a lot of fun. I was doing them in my shop in person and I've done them online before and I really, really love this. We're probably going to do three weeks of it this time um, just to make sure everybody has a chance to practice and dive head in. So I want to thank all my Patreon supporters. You are are why this podcast is still uh, able to to be produced and distributed you are how I pay all my fees in order to do all this stuff so I really really appreciate you guys um, okay that's it so I guess as always stay witchy bye bye